Welcome to Tashma, the podcast where you get to listen in on Hadar's Beit Midrash. I'm Rabbi Avi Killip. Each week this year, we will hear a Dvar Torah on the weekly Parsha from Rabbi Eli Komfer. Let's listen in. In Parsha Bamidbar, we see the critical importance of separation from the holy. As we will see, this is directly connected to Havdalah, when we separate between the holy day of Shabbat and the rest of the week. Three times in the Parsha, God warns Vehazar HaKarev Yumat, the stranger, Zar, who draws near to the holy space or vessel, shall die. Numbers 151, 310, and 338. Citing one of these verses, Hillel taught, even King David could not approach the holy. This Parsha also teaches us about the death of Aharon's sons, Nadav and Avihu, who approached the holy space improperly with, quote, strange fire, Ish Zara. As a result of their unsanctioned approach to the holy space, they die. The Midrash makes clear this link between Nadav and Avihu's action to the general warning against approaching the holy. Quote, the stranger who draws near shall die. Numbers 151, not just the stranger, but even the two holy sons of Aaron entered to make a sacrifice and were burned. Midrash Tehilim 79.4 We see a more detailed account of this story in Parshat Shmini. There, the Torah states that Nadav and Avihu brought the strange fire before God on the first day that the priests offered sacrifices in the newly dedicated Mishkan, the physical structure meant to draw God and the Israelites closer together. Indeed, just one verse before Nadav and Avihu bring the strange fire, we read that a fire went out from God and consumed the sacrifice on the altar. The people reacted to this by shouting and prostrating their bodies, Leviticus 9.24. But Nadav and Avihu did not react that way. Instead, they rushed toward the altar with fire of their own. This was their undoing. The very same fire that consumed the sacrifices consumed them too. What led God to consume them with fire? Besides the phrase, quote, strange fire, the text is silent. By contrast, the Midrash offers multiple possibilities of sins they committed that led to their death. However, one Midrashic tradition does not think that Nadav and Avihu sinned, per se. Rather, they were motivated by an overwhelming desire to draw near to God. But in their unbridled enthusiasm to connect to God, they crossed a line. Quote, the two sons of Aaron took. They were also in a state of joy similar to the people. When they saw the new fire from God consuming the sacrifices, they wanted to add their love to God's love. They took. Took means joy. Sifra Shmini Miluim 32. In this view, Nadav and Avihu were not sinners. They were simply unable to rein in their joy at experiencing God. As a result, they crossed into a holy space that they were forbidden to enter. Rabbi Abraham Joshua Heschel described their fateful error as, quote, their intense fervor and excessive love. The section in Vayikra that immediately follows this story of unrestrained enthusiasm for God's presence contains the command to separate holy and mundane. Quote, for you must distinguish between the holy and the mundane, and between the unclean and the clean. This is the verse that serves as the source for our blessing in Havdalah, which reads, Blessed are you Hashem, our God, King of the universe, who separates between holy and mundane. 
Indeed, the separation between holy and mundane is the essence of the Havdalah blessing, appearing at the beginning and end of the short prayer. It's even reported that Rabbi Yehuda Anasi would recite only this line without other separations, as in our current practice, as his Havdalah. This was the core of the ritual of separation after Shabbat. How might we understand our Havdalah prayer in light of the reference to the story of Nadav and Avihu and the commandment that follows asking Aaron to distinguish between holy and mundane? In my understanding, this could be read as a warning about the temptation to blur lines in the pursuit of connection with God. At its core, prayer is a quest for connection with God. Oftentimes, our quest is thwarted. But sometimes we do experience an intense connection with the divine in prayer settings. Havdalah is teaching us this connection must be navigated with the utmost care. We cannot get carried away into a religious fervor that leads us to blur lines between holy and mundane. Now, Davanaviyu lost sight of this all-important distinction. Instead of prostrating before God's presence, they rushed toward it and were not careful about the fire they brought forth. The temptation to rush toward the holy must have been very strong in a world with God's presence beckoning from the Mishkan, devouring offerings. But what about today in a reality without the Mishkan or the temple? In my experience, Shabbat can serve as that temptation. Shabbat is the time when we are brought closer to God, imitating the very rest that God enacted in the first week of creation. Shabbat prayer can feel more intense and our connection to God may peak. Shabbat is a time of blurred boundaries, when things that seem distinct during the week can melt into a oneness not otherwise experienced in daily life. And yet, Shabbat cannot be our eternal state. We have to draw distinctions and emerge from the closer connection of the seventh day back into the days of the week, literally mundane days, yemei chol. Havdalah is a blessing that marks this transition and reminds us of these boundaries. We're not meant to be like Nadav and Avihu, so drawn to God that we can't see straight. We might experience aspects of that feeling, but we are meant to limit it, to draw boundaries. This is a hard task. I certainly don't want to end an experience in which I feel closer to God. I long for those moments of nearness to God, and they are hard to come away from. And yet, living in this world means separating from the intensity of those moments and coming back to a more regulated connection. Our lives are not meant to be lived entirely in the holy. Havdalah is a moment of transition from the holy time with God to the more mundane experience of the rest of the week. And while this is a difficult transition to make, it is a necessary one. Nadav and Avihu's desire to connect to God without boundaries or borders was their downfall. We can learn from their error and strive for a balanced relationship with high points of drawing close as well as a return to the mundane. Shabbat Shalom. Our producers for this podcast are Sam Greenberg and Jeremy Tabak. Thank you to David Chabinski for editing this episode. I'm your host, Rabbi Avi Killip. It's been a pleasure to learn with you.